Hey, how's it going? Welcome back to episode 6 of The Sandler Files, where this week we are doing our head-to-head special. That is right, two movies for the price of one. This week, me and my co-host Max watched Airheads and Coneheads. So, yeah. See you after these messages. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that one. I don't know. You want to do it again? No, no, no. I you want to do it again? We can do it again. What What would you change? What would you change? Try to be funny. Okay. Okay. Wiggity wham wham hustle. How's it going out there, folks? You're listening to The Sandler Files on Rebel Radio. Holy <laughs> You can't say that. Are we going to include that part? I mean, I... You know what? Never mind. Never mind. Well, okay, no, I'm sorry. We can't, we can't include that now. Anyways, how's it going? Welcome back to the Sandler Files. I'm Jeremy Conte. And I'm Max Treason. Max, uh, this week on the Sandler Files, mm-hmm. we watched two movies. The double head special. Did, I, I don't remember. Did we actually put these together on the wheel because they both said head Absolutely. In the title? <laughs> That's totally why. Oh my god, we're such geniuses. Airheads, coneheads. You have to watch them together. Of course, of course. I feel like it was good, I guess, to watch them both at the they same time. They kind of pair. In weird ways. Like yeah, there's, it they rhymes. have little connections. Little connections. But, but we'll get into that, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think first we're going to talk about Coneheads because yes, we watched great. it first. So Coneheads, if you are not familiar, is a 1993 movie based on SNL characters who were these aliens that had cones for heads. And that is where the joke begins and ends. No, listen. I noticed two jokes in the Conehead characters. Okay, hit me Okay, with these it. are the Conehead jokes. Okay. The first is that they talk in a really complicated way. They describe oh, yeah, basic yeah. things with really complicated lingo. The second joke is that nobody cares that they're aliens. Yeah. They're, everyone's just fine with it. And well, that's it. And no one thinks stre- they're aliens. They're just like, oh, yeah. they just got weird heads. And then they just stretch that over like... An hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So this movie stars Dan Aykroyd, as the, and he, he was the writer, uh, or one of the writers. Mm-hmm. He's kind of the central um, figure of it, the central alien. And... I, I I don't know like this is this is the dude who made Ghostbusters you know, and this is uh, I don't know this is I don't movie. I don't know about my opinions on Dan Aykroyd yeah he's fun he's funny sometimes I like him in a bunch of stuff but then also I really don't like him in a bunch of other stuff also he's a weird dude yeah he's just a weird guy he's a crazy guy but Canadian legend yeah absolutely uh Jane Curtin is also in it Michelle Burke uh Chris Farley uh David Spade and mm-hmm. of course. Our boy Adam Sandler has a brief, yes. brief, brief, brief cameo, but it was a spot of light in this otherwise it was dismal it was like film. <laughs> Fifty seconds of screen time. I was so happy. Yeah. Also, don't forget Jason Alexander and Michael Richards from Seinfeld. Jason Alexander was in it a lot, actually. Yeah. Good for him. He had hair. Yeah, I was confused. I didn't recognize piece. him at first. You were instantly <laughs> like, "That's Jason Alexander." Nah, legend, legend. So what are what are your thoughts on Coneheads, Max? Hit me with them. Oh God, I don't know. It was it was annoying, kind of. Yeah, it's pretty annoying. <laughs> At first, it's like okay, I get it. I get the joke. Mm-hmm. Where are they gonna take it? They don't take it anywhere. No, it's just the same joke over and yep. over again in different circumstances. Yeah. Um. In my opinion, Coneheads is a movie that like wallows in its mediocrity. You know, yeah. like I'm I, sure. I, look, I'm sure the first few appearances on SNL were probably good. 
It's probably funny. I don't see how this joke was ever that funny. No, to get I a think movie, audi- audiences probably movie? loved it. Really? Yeah. This movie was like critically panned at the time. It or was. do you mean the sketch? The sketch. The oh sketch. yeah, I mean maybe. I I That's didn't what, look I through think it. SNL they do a bunch of sketches. If the fans like it, they do the sketch again. If they keep liking it, hey, let's make a movie out of it. I don't think SNL has ever been funny. That's my fan theory. I I've, think we have not watched SNL. I mean, I've watched some of the modern stuff. Never, well, never when I've been alive has anyone been like, oh, did you catch SNL? You yeah. know, it's just, it it's, just exists because it's an institution. Yeah. I think it's on the out. It's out of here. Yeah, I wouldn't, like, if SNL ended, I'd be like, oh, that's sad because it existed so long. But I'd also be like, good, now someone has to try yeah. if they want to be the sketch yeah. comedy, like, show, you know? It really just seems, like, effortless. Like, Yeah. It's, it's really sad. And this movie's really sad. It is. I don't know. I had a bit of an existential crisis watching this movie. Yeah, you were not enjoying it. I, I kind of enjoyed just the fact that this existed again. It's one of those movies that you can just revel in the fact that, oh my god, they spent so much money to get this on screen, and now it's in front of us here. I want you to, I want you to follow <laughs> me on my journey as I was watching this movie. Yeah. So I tried at first. I was like, yeah, this could be weird and, and funny and unique. <laughs> but then as I watched it, I realized it was just like the most baseline comedy film maybe ever made i just thought this is the guy who like he came up with the idea for ghostbusters (laughs) like this is this is dan Aykroyd, you know yeah he's no slouch and he made this is is that what being an artist is max you make one good thing or one or two good things but eventually you're gonna fail eventually you're gonna make something that that lets the universe know that even though you left your mark you were still you were still fallible you were still just a dust speck in the void, you know? You're, you're screaming in the history books trying to trying to make something that will outlast you, and then you make coneheads. Yeah, you is should. that is that is that is that what this career amounts to, Max? Is that is that what you do? You you pour your love and passion and time into something, and it just it comes out as coneheads. You would be a good writer for one of those Rick and Morty episodes. Where oh, they, don't where say they, that. Where they take themselves super seriously. I I'm just, <laughs> just I was so miserable. <laughs> This is one of the worst it. movies I've ever seen. Yeah. This was, is one of the worst movies. It was stupid. It's stupid comedy. It's not even stupid, though. It's just not funny. It, who is it's this? Dumb. Who's the market? Who does this appeal to? Dan SNL Alcorn? fans. SNL fans. I, Celebrity fans. Oh, it, it, This is star-studded. Yeah. Like, oh, every, my God. Every other scene, there's some new celebrity popping in. And it's insane. Sinbad was in this. Sinbad. Can you believe it? They got Sinbad. It's, it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the plot of this movie... There is no plot. What we described is the plot. They are aliens. They come down to Earth. They try to blend in. They have a daughter. The movie ends. Well, there's also their home planet wants them to take over Earth. Jeremy, I think you're missing the the point a little bit. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, they go back to their planet. And some goofs, some hijinks take place. He fights that weird monster. Reblac or something? They fight... (laughs) The Gremlac. Dan Aykroyd fights the Gremlac, which is like a stop-motion Star Wars creature. A lot of the comedy in this movie is like, look at, listen to this weird alien name. Not to name drop Rick and Morty twice in one episode, because I don't think it deserves it. But it's the the same kind of comedy, where it's just like, Mm -hmm. here's a funny word that is not human, and and we're gonna say it. And that's, that's a joke. Yeah. No. (laughs) <laughs> no 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 i defy you dan Aykroyd, to be funny again my god. please god oh my god i'm well I'm... now you think he's gonna do something now yeah god please stop the 90s. stop shilling vodka on the internet and do <laughs> genuine something. crystal filtered vodka if you haven't seen dan Aykroyd's crystal head vodka <laughs> enterprise 
look into that. It's it's a time he's a and a weird half. dude. He believes in all these conspiracy theories too. Yeah, he's, he's a, yeah. I mean, look, I like a conspiracy. I respect. Theory. I've look. I've seen the man. The man's cottage. What? All right. He has a cottage up in Muskoka, and I, I saw it. Oh, did you stalk him? Do you yeah. work for TMZ? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's go to let's go to our ratings for Coneheads because I don't have much to say about it. Yeah. Like I don't honestly, I don't want to I don't want to spend I've, a long time on it. Yeah. It is a nothing movie. Don't watch it. <laughs> don't spend your time on it. Yeah. It is not worth it. If you grow super attached to the SNL characters, why? Why would you? Why are you watching SNL from from the eighties? I might be good. Uh, we haven't seen it. We can't judge that. I. That's a. It's. The heart of comedy is SNL. I prefer SCTV. All right. Thank you. Good but Canadian that's all, boys. But that's all. Uh, I'm gonna give this movie a one out of ten on every possible scale that we have ever created. Oh my god. Can I give a zero out of ten? Is that allowed? Yeah, you can do zero. That. I like I active this is one of the worst movies I've ever sat through. I hate this movie. <laughs> I can't believe it hit you that hard. I was like, so miserable. Jeez. Yeah, I'll get like two out of ten. Why make this? Just why? Why did they do this? The money. I I have a problem with Dan Acker right now. I didn't before. Yeah. I think his like little being into psychic stuff is cute. Like I I, I like to, you know, read into that because it's interesting. It's like, whoa, what if? But you know what, Dan Aykroyd? You're a husk of a man. I don't. I don't care for you very much. Jeremy, I'm <laughs> Dan Aykroyd's canceled. I hate coneheads. Okay. No one. No one mentioned <laughs> coneheads in front of me. All right, man. This is this is gonna be on the bottom of my scale for all time. I don't believe it. We'll we'll find worse. Look, it's not like terrible. It's just so. It's so nothing. It's like a tepid glass yeah, of water. No, it's nothing. Every joke you see in this movie has been done before. It's like better. Oh, that's completely guessable every there's nothing creative like it's oh just at least the room or like jack and jill are so bad you can find entertainment in them this movie just exists it is just yes it is an aspect of human culture that adds nothing to us as a species yeah and it is sad that it got made i don't i i feel i can find some enjoyment out of the mediocre i mediocrity is like my (laughs) least favorite thing i'd rather you fail brilliantly than yeah be just like completely unremarkable in every way that's that's very fair actually Anyways, yeah. we're, let's do trivia for Coneheads. Play okay. the theme. You got the trivia up there? Yeah, I got the trivia for Coneheads. Number one, French people didn't like that the Coneheads said they were from France. The French distributor of the film was like, can you not, can, can you not like make fun of France? And they were like, we weren't making fun of France. We just say they're from France. And the French people were like, mm, we're not going to play this movie in France if, uh, if you don't take this out. And the producers were like, we're not taking it out. And they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's a fun little Great. story. That's, There's that's a little standoff. Funny. Yeah, they yeah. don't really make fun of No, French I don't see people. what there is to be offended about. In the movie, they just ask, like, where the Coneheads are from, and they just say, oh, we're from France. Yeah, every time. So it's just a place. Yeah, they just need a place to say they're from. Yeah. And then at one point, Dan Aykroyd speaks French pretty well, because he's from Canada. So mm-hmm. it's it's funny. I think they gave the French some It's some not respect. funny. I don't know why I said it's funny. Oh it's not God. funny. A Freudian slip. Second trivia piece on Coneheads. Yes. This is the film debut of Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Oh, we I, I was so glad you didn't mention her because this no. is my whole trivia. <laughs> yeah, this is her first movie role. Really? Yeah. Was she even known at this point at all? Yeah, okay. Yeah, she was known. She was a stand-up comic. Oh, yeah, I guess. But, so. like, this was her first... It was also the first film role of Drew Carey from Who's Line. Oh. Yeah, so it's it was a couple people's first movie roles. But, like, yeah, I don't think she'd done... She her show must have been around this time. Like she had a sitcom called yeah. The Ellen Show or something. So 
it was around this time, but yeah, this was her first movie role. You know, I think I'll, this movie does something really bad, which is cameos. Mm-hmm. They have Adam Sandler cameo, Ellen DeGeneres cameo, Sinbad, a bunch of people with little tiny roles and who are very funny people. Like they're all comedians and they don't tell a single joke in this movie. No. They're not a funny character. They're just a character to move the plot so that the coneheads can say something funny. I don't think anyone tells a single joke in this movie, Max. <laughs> I don't know. No, I guess not. Oh, also Chris Farley, who's in it. That's another, like, big comic who's in it. Oh, yeah. He is, like, a grown man dating a high schooler. But, you yeah. know, that's that's not really touched on. But I had a problem with that. Jeremy was crying. I was I was, I was was punching my pillow. I was saying, <laughs> how could he do this? Yeah. Uh, number three, my final piece of trivia. Ooh. Uh, there were Coneheads action figures that were released to coincide with the film's release. And I really want one. The box... The box yeah. art of them is, like, really funny, and it just, like, would be a weird thing to have. <laughs> we should get that. I think we should look into buying one. Yeah. I think that would be funny. We'll Don't post it on Conehead, Twitter. Coneheads were big. No. I they doubt they sold well. Fi- Jeremy, Coneheads were massive. I think they're one of the most famous SNL bits. Maybe. Huh. We didn't do our research here. We should We should watch the original bit. We'll post on Twitter if we manage to grab the action figures. Yeah. Uh. But, yeah, that's, that is Coneheads trivia. Max, Google reviews. Yay. Hit me with it. No, the I, theme. You, the oh, theme. Okay. My boy Matthew, 11 months ago, left a five-star review. Hit me with it, Matthew. He said, this is best movie ever created. I love it. I watch it at least three times a day. I think that's a joke. But he also says, Adam Sandler didn't get enough screen time, exclamation point. Matthew knows what the people want. Okay? I agree with that. If Matthew was a producer on this film, I'm telling you, it would have been a success. Thank you, Matthew. <laughs> uh, Adriana also says, I love Conant's Head Dissect, the best movie I never watched. And yeah, so you guys should like it too because it's very good in the movie. It's just the ending is a good ending. Like never ever looks like what someone loves. Nobody loves the end to the movie, both of the hearts. And I thought that was really poignant and that really stuck with me. So I just wanted to... I think so. Have her words. Sound like I blacked out during that. Maybe. It was really beautiful. It was like Shakespearean. Did you not get that? No, oh, I don't I don't know. I think there's something wrong with me. I don't that's uh that's coneheads. I don't want to talk about it anymore because it's yeah. a waste of space. Okay, we're done with coneheads. Okay, let's talk about airheads. That's my air guitar. Did that's you like good. that? That was good, like yeah, that? yeah. I liked airheads. Yeah, I thought it was fun. It was it was much better like after Coneheads, I was like, Yeah. So thankful for its, it's existence. very enjoyable. What a strange main cast right tell, tell us about the cast Max. now airhead stars brendan frazier adam sandler and steve buscemi as the main characters like the trio like the three yeah. musketeers of this movie are, they are those three, three young rockers in la trying to make it big trying to live the dream trying to have it all max they want to play their demo on the radio station how and many of us the don't man do that? is not letting them the man won't back sick down of the man sick of the man this movie is about the heart of rock and roll, man. It, it really gets into it. So if you are a rocker and you want to make it in the industry, here's the steps that this movie lays out for you so that you can too can become like their band in the movie, The Lone Rangers, and have a first album that sells triple platinum. Yeah. Here are the steps as follows. Attempt to get your demo played at a, at a label. The label says, we don't take unsolicited demos. Mm-hmm. Go, oh man, buy some toy guns at the toy store. Go to a radio station. Try to get your demo tape played there. When the radio station says we don't take unsolicited tapes, take everyone at the radio station hostage with your fake toy guns. Yes. Then, 
slowly but surely befriend all the crew members of the radio station as they are your hostages, maybe even seduce a few of them. Then you get them to agree to play your tape on the air, but you destroy the tape. Then the cops get called. So what happens next is you tell the cops your demands for the hostages is to get the other copy of the tape that your ex-girlfriend has, but your ex-girlfriend threw it out of a moving car and it's destroyed. So what happens is the thing is this story is blown up because everyone knows that the radio station is, is under hostage control now. So there's a, there's a huge crowd of people at the radio station because you, you represent the spirit of rock and roll taking Young people hostage. Rockers. Yeah, you're, you're, you're sticking it to the man, man. So what happens is you tell the police, we want a full set, stage, amps, music, lights, guitars, bass, all of it. You tell them you want to put on a show because you have the crowd there. Yeah. You you go out there, man. You get ready for your show, but you find out that the scheming record label that you just signed to because they love your punk rock attitude wants to just film a video. They're going to lip sync the whole show. So you destroy the equipment on stage in front of everybody. The crowd screams. They love you. And then you go to prison for six months. But after that, you have a triple platinum selling record. And it's that easy, ladies it's and that gentlemen. Easy. And with, with these 25 steps, you too can be a rocker when rock is dead. I, I think we're going to follow these steps, Max. I, I think so. I didn't want to be a rock star before I watched this movie, but yeah. it really won me over to the lifestyle. I, I didn't know taking people hostage was such a big part of it. I didn't know it could be so fun. You could make lifelong yeah. friends. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just so, seems so easy. So that's that's this movie's plot in a nutshell. I can't believe I got through that all. That was incredible. I was, yeah. I was, I was amazed by that. <laughs> uh, it's basically Die Hard, but like yeah. about rock stars, and you're on the kidnapper side, which is kind of interesting. And Kramer. Oh again. yeah, Do Kramer. You know, tell tell about the Kramer subplot, which I didn't. I didn't <laughs> Kramer talk about. is also in this movie. He works at the uh, radio station, mm-hmm. and he hides while the rockers are taking everyone hostage. And he's crawling around the vents the whole movie, like, like John McClane, like John McClane from Die Hard. Yep. And he's kind of the inside guy for the uh, FBI. Yeah. And after a while, they give him a gun, and that doesn't turn out too well for him. Doesn't doesn't he end up well for Kramer. Yeah. Kramer, pretty much, it's just like Home Alone, almost. Mm-hmm. He d- crawls around the vents and back rooms of this radio station and gets in all this wacky mischief, like lighting himself on fire or getting sucked into a fan or something like that. It's like Home Alone and, like, it's like the exact middle point between Home Alone and Die Hard, this movie. Yeah. Like, it's like if Die... I've I've never seen anything like this. What about Home Alone and or Die Hard? Never something that put them together and also was about... The spirit of rock and roll. The spirit of rock and roll, dude. Yeah. I I actually... It's weirdly, like, enjoyable. Yeah. It's not, like, a fantastic movie. Don't... No, don't go go in expecting anything crazy. Don't, like, go out of your way to watch this movie. But It's just really dumb fun yeah totally especially okay if you've that. just watched coneheads it's really yeah it's a it's nice a breath little of fresh air yeah i it, it was it wasn't super unique it wasn't doing anything crazy but it was just like it was fun you like the main cast the mm-hmm. characters aren't particularly likable but like it's just because it's it's you know it's brendan Fraser and it's adam sandler and it's steve buscemi you're just like yeah, yeah this is an awesome trio to have on screen together and we got Chris Farley back. Yeah, Chris Farley's well. in this too. Yep, as a police officer, Ernie Hudson from yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah, so we've got back. Two, we've had two Ghostbusters tonight. We've had double Chris Farley. We've had and double... Harold Ramis. Yeah, oh, three Ghostbusters. It, we have had three of the four Ghostbusters appear in these films. Harold Ramis shows up for a little cameo. And both both movies had Chris Farley, and both movies had Kramer. So it's kind of yeah. it, it was weird that like there was enough connections that it was kind of good we watched them together. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Sandler's really young in both, but he was it was it's like he didn't really perform in the in Coneheads, but in Airheads. He was real young. He wasn't doing, like, a big character, like, a yeah. lot of bits. I like this low-key, like, 
it's kind of Adam Sandler who doesn't steal the spotlight. He doesn't steal the show. He doesn't think highly of himself and yeah. his characters. I really like this Adam Sandler a lot better. Yeah, this phase has been like we've hit a few in a row now where he he's young and I I've really been into the yeah. vibes we've been. He, just, getting. he doesn't have a huge ego at this point. No, and it, that's I feel that's probably why he shot up there. Do you think he has an ego now? Have you seen the way he mm. dresses? <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I I think. I don't know. Maybe he got an ego for a bit there, but uh, I liked young Adam Sandler when he was like, it seems like he's like around his comedy heroes and he's just like willing to, he's, he's rising up through the ranks and you can see him earning his yeah. stripes. It's it's yeah. really cool. Uh, yeah. Airheads. Uh, it's, it's fine. It's a fun time. I thought um, it was good. I Kinda like, like shakes the clown. I, that's what I was thinking. That's what yeah. I wanted to say. It's, it's very, I'd say quality level, almost like, Maybe a little lower. Maybe a little lower than Chase the Clown, just because it's a little less unique. Yeah, yeah. But I like, yeah. I'd put it. It's in that vibe and that that kind of. You haven't really heard of this movie, but it's worth kind of remembering. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, I think so. It's it's uh unique enough, and it's better than most of the Adam Sandler films. Oh, for sure. That we've seen like yeah. the Happy Madison stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So what would you rate Shakes the Clown, Max? <laughs> Shakes the Clown? Oh, what would you rate Airheads? Shakes the Clown. Ten <laughs> out of ten. No, no, no. no. Uh, sorry. Uh, Airheads. Airheads. I'm really tired. <laughs> all good. All good. Um, I don't know, maybe a six, six or seven, maybe a bit more, eight. I'd give it a 6.538 because to me, it was like, I wasn't really into it at first and then I got into it in the middle and then it overstayed its welcome a little bit. Yeah. That that was kind of my journey. It did kind of go on a bit longer. Yeah. But 6.57, I can, I can do that. Eight is high. I don't know about that. I don't know. My scale is all over the place. Okay. And what about the Sandler scale? On the Sandler scale? Yeah. I'd give it like an 8 on that, for I'd, sure. I'd give it an 8 on Sandler, yeah. yeah. Very enjoyable Sandler character. All right, we're going to do, do Airheads trivia? Yes, I got the Airheads trivia right here. Play the trivia theme again. We're hearing it again. Two times one episode. Woo-woo! Nice. Okay. You better have done a good job with trivia. I trust yes, you. Yes, I do. Okay, lots of, there's a lot of like little tiny trivia tidbits for this movie. I'm excited. Hit me with Not them. Not going to list them all, but there's a bunch okay, of little Okay, never mind. Don't hit stuff. me with them. Okay, sorry, sorry. So the Lone Ranger's hit signal... Single. Single. Sorry. My bad. Degenerated. The song they play is actually a song by the 1980s punk group Reagan Youth. Oh, really? So they didn't make that for the movie. That's just an actual song. I'm, that makes me feel bad because I didn't think the song was that good. No. <laughs> I was like, this is fine. Uh, so in this movie, yep. we've talked about the die-hard connections. Oh, right? is this... You when, said this... Look, okay, when I okay. was watching this, I, I thought... Whenever they show the cops outside, the building behind them looks just like Nakatomi Plaza, the building from Die Hard. Yeah. And in that movie, it is a hostage standoff outside of this building where you constantly cut back to cops talking on the radio outside of this building. Yeah. And it it is that building. I'm so proud of you for (laughs) noticing that because Max said that and I was like, oh, it could be. I didn't want to bring it up in case it was accurate in trivia. Good job, Max. No, it is. It is right. You're an eagle-eyed. Plaza. You're an eagle-eyed critic. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Hit me with another... I want more trivia. I'm not fed yet. Okay, all right. Um, First film with Adam Sandler and Steve Buscemi. Ooh. They've done a lot together. Yeah, so this is their first time ever working together. And we've seen their most recent collaboration, Hubie Halloween. Check out episode one of the podcast. That's right. That's right. Plug. And this is the only time Adam Sandler has worked with Brendan Fraser. Really? They never worked. I wish they'd collab more. That's why it's kind of weird to see They're a magical duo, you know? Yeah. Because I love Brendan Fraser, and I love Adam Sandler. So Mm -hmm. them together... It's like PB and J. Another little trivia here. Mm-hmm. At one point in the film, Chris Farley says, great, grand, wonderful. I don't remember when. Okay. 
but that it's actually is... at uh, 53 minutes and 14 seconds. Oh. But that line is used again in Billy Madison, which came out a year later. Wow. Like, so... he says the same line. Chris Farley says the same line? Yeah. Chris Farley's in Billy Madison? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Billy Madison. I always confuse Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore anyway, so I don't really know which one we're talking about. I'm excited to get around to those. I haven't seen those two are good. I like them. Yeah, well, that's that's uh, that's all the trivia. I loved that. Thank you, Max. No problem. What else we got? Do we got any Google reviews for? Oh, we do have Google reviews. Let's play the theme. (laughs) (laughs) To cut that, that was. was, No, no, we're leaving that. No, no, we're leaving that. Such a gross noise. No, No, cut it. I can't believe you made that sound. But uh, all right, here we go. God. Okay. 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 What's what's, so, the, what's the Google review say? I couldn't find anything good on Google, Jeremy. I, oh, I want to no. admit. I want to admit to the audience. I oh my God! Where'd you get your new source? RottenTomatoes.com audience reviews. Well, we know we can't trust Rotten Tomatoes. They're paid for by Big Pharma. Yeah. But okay, I'll I'll listen to it. I'll, my well, ears are open. Yeah. Let's let's open our ear one time. And one let's time. Judge Gene M on his submission here. Hmm. Gene says. I enjoyed all the rock and roll jokes, and the way this movie is is just so awesome. A gem, and I love young Sandler in this movie. He is easy to fall in love with and easy to laugh at. Great movie. I recommend, recommend in 2020. Gene, you are on my wavelength, my guy. I love how all these reviews mention Adam Sandler specifically. We we all know why we're here, people. Absolutely. And this guy's going places. That That is modern poetry at its I finest. I love that. I love how he kept bringing back easy, like that wordplay. I, I think, yeah. Gene, if you want to... I'm a humble I'm a humble critic. I'm just a student, mm. and you're clearly the master. But I think maybe if you had said, while you were listing off all the things he's easy at, you'd said easy on the eyes. That might have... Don't don't try to correct Gene. You know what? I'm sorry. I shouldn't... Are, I overstepped I overstepped my bounds. I apologize. Are you kidding me? I'm sorry. You know what? That was... I, oh God. Max, that, we're going to have to talk about that after, because that is, that is borderline unacceptable. I just... I try so hard to have biting commentary i'm sorry it's rude that's rude okay that was google reviews mm-hmm. i loved it i loved yeah. airheads watch yeah, airheads, airheads if you get the it's, chance it's a little weird because it's like all about that that rock aesthetic like that late 80s yeah rock and it's, this came out like mid 90s yeah when rock was super lame yeah also and grunge was coming out like nirvana and stuff like that which was against this rock there's always some new counterculture that hops up and says the old one's lame. Yeah, like Clowncore. So, yeah, Clowncore. Or Ska. <laughs> When's the Ska t- movie coming Ska. out? There's probably Ska movies. We should make one. I feel like Shakes the Clown, you could edit into a Ska movie I would really not easily. Anyways, part in a Ska movie. I think this movie would be like a really good like Spirit of Rock movie if School of Rock didn't exist. But that's just my two cents. Okay. I said this to Max during yeah, the movie. Yeah, I know. We, not <laughs> <happy>. <laughs> well, we all know you love School of Rock. I do love School of Rock. And I'm sick of it. Okay, sorry, Max. It's good. I haven't seen it in a long time. We, we should watch it. Okay. First, we got to watch Pirates of the Caribbean because you haven't seen it, and it's oh, gross that you shows. haven't seen it. We're going to watch the first one. Anyways, let's Fine. move on to San Sandler. All right. Play the theme. Wow, what a theme. All it's right. Incredible. This week on San Sandler, what we got, Max? I'm just kidding. I have the things that we got, so you don't know. Okay. Oh, I was scared there. I was put on the spot for a second. Uh, number one item on my list here: Wonder Woman 1984 going straight to streaming. Yay! This is a big deal in my opinion. I don't know. It, like, I was shocked by this. I don't. I don't. Know. 
It's drop for like okay, so Disney. Well, I mean, you're paying for the streaming service. I know, but Disney did the thing with Mulan where it cost thirty extra dollars, and they probably didn't sell. No, apparently it sold really well. Oh. Like they were really, they're doing it again. Maybe May, this this might be like Warner Brothers' plan to kind of one up Disney and go like, hey, look at that. It's true. You it's... don't have to pay for our big releases on streaming. Well, so it's coming out on streaming and theaters on the same day, and it's for free on streaming. And you have to pay for theaters. Yeah, but I the... I hope movie releases go this way. It's two weeks exclusive on streaming or two weeks on streaming and then it goes two weeks theater exclusive and then it's back on streaming that's weird right so it's 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 in theaters that whole time but it goes on for two weeks off for two weeks and then back on i think is the (laughs) the schedule i don't know i think it's really interesting that like so many places are pivoting hard into streaming because i don't think you can make a 250 million dollar movie on a streaming service you know yeah i'd like for that to be the case but i don't think it's i don't think it's feasible yeah. Especially with so many of them. So I, I mean I mean I know COVID and everything, but I it's just an interesting experiment and I'm I'm curious to see how it works out. Yeah. It'd be great if, if they make money from that, but if you're here in Canada it's gonna be on Crave, so you'll get that on December twenty fifth. Look forward to it. I ain't paying for Crave. I have it. I can I'll give you I won't give you my password. That's illegal. Okay. And I won't download it off of sketchy website. Yeah, okay. Speaking of COVID, uh we didn't talk about this, but <laughs> but I've been thinking about this for a while, and I just we kept meant to forgetting. Talk about this yeah, last time. we forgot to bring it up several times in a row. Uh, Michael Bay has a movie coming out called Songbird. Oh my god! That is the most tone deaf thing I've ever seen in my life. It's so weird. This movie takes place five years in the future, and COVID <laughs> has mutated. It's like COVID twenty three now. I can't believe they're making a, a COVID virus movie this early. It's weird. Yeah. They, they would have put this it's in production insane. in like People May. People are literally dying now from this disease. Yeah, and they're making a Michael Bay movie out of it. So it stars KJ Apa from Riverdale, uh, and he's he's one of the immune. So he's he can he can move around the city all he wants because he's he's immune. But right. the idea is it's like the, it's like you're you're locked in your house if you're not immune and then like if you get infected people come and like abduct you from your home i don't think this movie should come out in the context where so many like truthers are out there being like covid is a conspiracy the government this is using into it. that absolutely listen listen i don't think this movie should come out yeah i i agree i agree no I, it's i think it's okay, gross in any context this movie is i i imagine they had the script yeah, I imagine it Before wasn't about COVID. It wasn't. Yeah. It was. It was a pandemic horror or like thriller movie. Yeah, and now this happened, and they go, "Oh, perfect! Let's make it about this real virus." And it's I, gross. I dude. get this gross feeling that some big record producer, because record, not you're uh, you're in the producer, Airheads sorry. mindset. Sorry, my yeah, guy. Airheads. Um, some movie producer thought like, let's let's try and make the government look bad so that we can open our movie theaters again and start making the Mulan. Really? That's evil. The message this sends is like, the government is wrong. Don't stay locked down. They're going to come kill you. I wouldn't be shocked if this movie ends with the twist of like, it was engineered. I would not be surprised in the slated. That would totally fit. And that is so dangerous. It's so dangerous right now to say this whole movie is so dangerous to put out in the world. Yeah. Oh, that's my diabetes. Uh Uh-oh. Uh, this movie's, sorry, diabetes alert. Uh, this movie, yeah, I don't think it should exist. I don't know why more people aren't, like, upset about it, I guess. I guess I don't want it to get more exposure, though, because then it's, no. like, bigger. But, yeah, I didn't hear anything about this. This is fairly, like, Yeah, I think I told you about it, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, It didn't have a lot of views. I, I just can't believe it. Yeah. It's, 
it makes got, me feel they got so craig weird. robertson for it as well oh yeah daryl from the office is yeah. in it, the pontiac bandit yeah and i love him everything he's in he's always a lovely guy but i have to i have to feel like he was signed up before and then yes. they were just like we're yes. adjusting it yeah it's it's gross and it just makes me feel skeevy yeah, i don't watch like that, that whole exists. trailer it was like oh ew, really? why are they doing this Ugh. yeah I, it's clear i just feel there's some weird agenda behind it to open movie theaters up that is my theory you know what? everything's a weird agenda with you max <laughs> you know i'm tired of the conspiracy theories man who are you dan Aykroyd? well look let me, let me tell you i had a very interesting uh situation with a a vision i might call it a vision it was probably real though where a ghost came up to me in the night he approached me in my bed and he took my covers off and pulled down my pants and let me tell you what he does next (laughs) (laughs) we cannot say that (laughs) why i'm i'm he uh it's a scene from ghostbusters (laughs) insert the scene from ghostbusters i don't think you can say that dan akrid really thought that happened to him though wait what you didn't i I didn't know not know that did he that was a real thing that was based on a real thing Dan Aykroyd, man, you are an interesting person. He's, he's, I mean, he's a wild guy. I love him, but I hate him. It's it's a painful existence. I love Dan Aykroyd still. That's great. I'm happy for you, too. He made a lot of money from that. He did. He did. Uh, update on Kermit Gate. Uh, last week, yes. we were talking a little bit about the Muppet movie and how we missed when there was, like, a post-Jim Henson voice that was good, and then now the Kermit voice that's, like, right now is terrible it's the worst kermit ever and we were i did a little looking into it and i found out that they fired the guy who was so jim henson gave this guy his blessing to be or jim henson's family gave this guy his blessing to be Mm -hmm. uh kermit after jim henson and understandably he's a great kermit yeah and he's a great puppeteer just generally yeah his name's steve whitmer and um when they were doing the abc 2011 t or 2013 tv show the muppets which is just like The Office, but with Muppets, it's and it's not, not funny. Good, yeah. <laughs> um, Kermit was like, you know, kind of cheating on his new pig girlfriend with with Piggy. And he was lying a lot, and they kind of yeah. made him a little Michael Scotty. And Steve Whitmer was like, man, this is not the spirit of the character. Like, I yeah. don't agree with this direction. Which is true. Kermit is Jim Henson. Ter- Kermit is just like a warm. He he is an ideal. Yeah. He's a he's a felt ideal. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm He's very serious be, about yeah Kermit. no I, absolutely I'm I'm upset about that the Muppets are like in my mind the most like sacred IP yeah. and ever since like I feel like post the the Muppets most wanted movie Disney has been like burning them to the ground and it really they don't know what me. they're doing whoever's no. in charge of that is absolutely just ruining it yeah and so yeah they fired him because he 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 and he didn't even speak out publicly he just talked to them about it and they fired him for it they were like you're not on board you're fired and they hired a new guy who no hate to the new guy like it's not his fault he was hired for Mm. this role he's just not a good kermit voice no yeah i i there's there's a million guys who could do a better kermit voice i guarantee it yeah it just really upsets me so audience send in your kermit impressions yeah we're gonna play them and we're gonna rank them and we're gonna pick the disney has given us the the go a-okay go ahead we're gonna pick the new kermit so uh next week on the sandler files kermit star search Final piece of trivia, Max. Trivia. Uh, trivia. I mean news. Trivia. Because we didn't watch anything this week. Yeah. Uh, final piece of news. Ari Aster. I don't know if you know who that is. He directed Hereditary and Midsommar. Oh, okay. I love him. I love Midsommar. Have you seen either of those? I saw Hereditary. Oh, okay. What did you think? Spooky. Nice. Good review. Yeah. <laughs> he has a, a new film coming out. He said he wasn't going to do horror anymore. He said he wanted to do a horror comedy. But this seems like a straight horror it's called um, Bo is Afraid, and it stars 
our good old friend Joaquin Phoenix. Oh. As Bo, I think, I'm assuming. Here's his uh here's his character description for you. Bo is a socially awkward loner who has a weird relationship with his mom and doesn't know his father. Does that remind does that remind you of any does that does that make you think of any if you scratch your noggin, can you think of any uh I can't recent that. Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix roles that, that might that might have some similarities to? Hey, wow, I wonder if he's been typecast forever. <sighs> Why? Why? Joker was like the most successful movie ever. Oh, it made over a billion. I always forget that. Yeah, isn't it the, the highest grossing R rated movie of all time? Oh it is. Yeah. Oh. So absolutely they're gonna milk that. Oh, I didn't... Okay. And Jeremy loves Joker. One day we're going to go in-depth on how I feel about Joker, but okay. that is not today. Right. I already ranted about Coneheads. I'm so feeling lightheaded. We should have we done that for Shakes the Clown. Well, we already went into my whole backstory with clowns. If we ever encounter a clown again, I guess that'll be our Joker, okay. Joker alert. And who knows? We can in- encounter a clown at any point during our day. Why would you say that to me? Well, That's so dark. We can never be sure that there won't be a clown. I just want it to be known that last time Max and I hung out, he brought a clown nose to antagonize me. Was did you not? Did you not? It was not to antagonize you. Oh, yeah? You were there when we bought it at the Halloween store? Uh-huh. And you just thought you looked Spirit cool? Halloween? You just thought you looked cool? I did. I looked fantastic in my clown nose. You did? I'm not gonna lie. You rocked it. Yeah. Uh, I do trust you as a clown. But that's because... It's good. That's what I want. What? what? Anyways, uh, Joker's <laughs> not gonna be the highest R-rated movie for long because Deadpool 3 is coming out soon and Disney's gonna market the, the heck out of it. So... I mean, yeah, good for Ari Aster, good for whatever, but I'm not looking forward to that movie just because I have Joker prejudice, and it sounds... It's going to be very different, I'm sure, but it sounds so similar just based off, like, the logline. Yeah, the character description is literally, like, you could use that for Joker. And I think I read, like, he wanted Joaquin for this role, and I was like, okay, well, we're doing this again. (laughs) That's fine. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I think that's... I think that's about everything... I guess guess we're done here. Yeah. Oh, do you want to maybe uh maybe spin, maybe maybe take a little spin spin a rooski on, on the, the old, wheel the old Sandler wheel yeah don't mind if I do play the theme the wheel oh oh my God Joe Dirt oh we got that's David Spade right it is David Spade we got Joe Dirt if you're not familiar. <laughs> You're not familiar with the uh, audience. We got Joe Dirt. <laughs> Joe Dirt is a David Spade uh, character that has two films. Oh, we gotta watch them both then. Yeah, great. I said to you, what did I say to you this week, Max? <laughs> I said no more double features. <laughs> I said I can't, I can't, because I can't keep keep doing these double features, man. They get to my head. Well, you know, you know, it's what we gotta do for the audience. Not only is Joe Dirt two movies, but one came out in 2004 and one came out in like 2015. Oh, yeah, that recent, right? So, like, but that means, like, it's, you know how I feel about comedies where the sequel's, like, a decade later. Yeah. It never... Borat. Borat is the exception that proves the rule. Okay, I'm worried that Rob Schneider might be in these. Oh, we've been free of him for so long. Don't speak that it into existence. It's actually only the first episode that we've had Rob Schneider. This is also our last wheel spin. Oh, my God. Yeah, really? Yeah, this is our last... I just realized, because uh, episode eight... We have something special plans, and this is going to be episode seven, Joe Dirt. Hmm. Wow. So this is uh, that's that's what we're that's what we're doing next week. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> I know what he's doing. No, the wheel. There's no way Rob Schneider's in this, and if he is, I'm gonna get angry. <laughs> he's, he's googling. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, fill for time while Max Googles uh, whether how are you guys doing today? Walkins in it. That's great. Uh, I hope your day's been going okay. I ate some chili today. It was pretty good, but not great. I mean, what constitutes a good chili from a great chili, in my opinion, is like when you bite into it. Do you? He's not in it. Thank God. So we're safe. I'm so happy. We're, we're. I think we're gonna finish out this semester with no more Rob Schneider. Ooh, yeah, I don't know about right. our special eighth episode movie, but I think well, I think just, we're good. Just keep in mind, every movie we watch without Rob Schneider means that there's another with Rob Schneider coming. Oh God. Anyways, that's it for the Sandler Files this week. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Jeremy Conte. And I've been I've been Max Treason. If you want to keep up with us, you can check us out on at the Sandler Files on Twitter. I'm at jconte one on Instagram. And I'm uh, Max Trice 2001 on also on Instagram. Woo! That's a great name. Yay. Woo, doggy. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's it. I think we're good. We will see you next week with Joe Dirt. Mama. How dare you. I will beat you up right now. Come here. Come here. Come here. Ah!